So we are now we are now rolling. Are we rolling? We're rolling. In the 5.0, oh, my drag top down so my hair can't blow. Girl, you should say by scissors just to say hi. Did you stop? Nah. Nah. I just rolled by. Guys. Hi. We're in a new situation, <laughs> a new setup. Better than Sorry, ever. Sorry, we've been gone for three weeks. Hi. Welcome um, back, bitches. Um, yeah, we, you know what we're doing? We're just taking this little show on the road, baby. We're just, you know, doing something a little different. Um, yeah, we're no longer attached to a label or a company keeping us down. The no, man, the man can't, can't hold us down. Am I right? Yeah. You know, um, unless it was like multiple men, cause I'm not that strong. Um, Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we were gone for three weeks. Uh, we. Sorry. Sorry. Oops. Oops. Um, and by the way, I put a finger to my mouth when I said that. Yes. I went like sorry with like a little with my finger. Yes. In my mouth. And you can do the um. Oh, the, the shy, finger, the, the shy, shy fingers. fingers I'm and I'm my feet are pointed inward, and I'm going sorry. Yeah. So that's what's happening. Um. So we were gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, short version of the story is we were with a company we are no longer with the company we're going to be doing it uh, independently ourselves yes we are bitch. which should um give us uh, more control over when it gets up yep. and we're going to be the ones editing it hell yeah we just got these ultra cool new mics so yes. we should we should be sounding pretty good right now pretty lit to say the least. Um, yeah, thank you again to Road Mike for setting us up with all these microphones. Yeah, uh, we're bitch. using pod mics by Road Mike, and it's it's a mighty fine time. It's a mighty fine time. Do we usually start the podcast with a little like crash on my couch jingle? Yes, we do. So we probably should do that right okay, now. Okay, so we're gonna do that now, guys. Here we welcome are. back to crash, crash on, on my couch. couch. I'm Arden and I'm Will, and you're listening to Crash on My Couch. Wow, that sounded pretty rough. Yep. But we're this just getting we're just getting back into the swing of things. Okay? I was about to say this is what happens when we're uh, when we're the ones that do it. You know what's really crazy though? You know what's even crazier is that there is no reason for us to have messed that up. No, there is no reason for us to have messed that up. We no. we have done that independently. Yes, for years. For years. So that that's on There's us. No excuse. That's on us. It's just an anomaly that it also happened when we have decided right. to go independent, yes. babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just on us. Um, we got some fun stuff to talk about this week, don't we? We do. We have some great stuff to talk about. Is there anything? Is there anything you want to update anybody on in the last couple of weeks? Oh anything man. That's been happening? Ooh, let me. It's been a while. Let me think about. I mean, that a I know bit. a lot of you guys that listen to this podcast also cross over onto the stream. Yeah. So there is a. What up, Rat Pack? Yeah. There Howdy. Is, there is a, uh, <laughs> uh, an up to date. Uh, group of y'all yeah it is interesting um that there are people from the rat pack that also listen to the podcast because in my eyes i'm like wow you guys already got enough of us five days out of the week yeah. but you're willing to listen to another hour of us which is pretty in incredible yeah and i would almost say that we're sort of building a cult-like presence amongst a the cult-like presence yeah if you think about it how often are you going to listen to like you know 20 plus hours of someone talking that's true a week that's culty behavior that's so so anyways, I just wanted to say hi to all the new cult members. Lovely to see you. Um, yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. If anybody's coming from Matt's podcast, a yes, hoot and a half. Um, I was just on Matt's podcast, uh, a hoot and a half. Indeed. Uh, the episode should be going up uh, today. 
probably, hopefully, yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's so, potential. Uh, for those of you that have come over and uh, have uh, are saying hi, we're saying hi back. Hi, hello, back. Welcome so, to the uh, wacky world of Crash on My Couch. Indeed. Um, um, and Will obviously was on the podcast. If you didn't see me randomly creep in the background every now and then, uh, I don't know how visual the podcast is, but uh, it's, not it's not visual at all. Okay, cool. Well, I was creeping in the background, but you could not see it. Ha. Um, I am Arden. I'm Will's uh, partner slash roommate slash work buddy. Uh, and yeah, it's wow, good you really stuff. sold that, huh? Really sold. That. Um, we've been doing this podcast off and on for the last like two years, yes. I think, and uh, we've been trying to kind of get our momentum with it, and I think we have been struggling a little bit. But I'm hoping now that we have this set up, mm-hmm. now that it's here ready for us to to jump in whenever we want to yeah and there's got, literally we're, no excuse. we're perfectly set up so yeah. i'm hoping now this is going to be a uh consecutive thursday weekly thing yeah so um yes, bitch. I'm, I'm, we're happy to be here i'm happy to talk about um the stupid shit that we do talk about because it is uh pure escapism indeed i mean right now i think we all need a bit of escapism yes we do baby Ooh, send me off into the cool dark night you so, know what i mean yeah. send me into that sweet dreamy state i don't yes. have to think about nothing yeah yeah that's the best that is the best thing in the entire world is we, just pure escapism we just wanted to to do this podcast just to just to talk about things that we wouldn't normally get to talk about and have an hour where we don't have to deal with the deal world with shit yeah mm-hmm. and i think you know, a lot of the topics we cover in this uh, podcast, the things we do want to talk about, but we just well, know. tell me about life some gets of those, you down. Well, tell me about some of the things that you we like to talk about. Which, Will, which one do you want to do first? Well, I was going to say that, that I mean, just to reference some of the you know subject matter we like to discuss. You are a, a particularly obsessed uh, treasure hunter. Um, you, Arden, Arden calls me a treasure hunter, but I've never found any treasure. But I appreciate no, it. No, he's never. Well, you did find me. So. Right. Treasure. Bazinga. Yeah. So you did find treasure at one point. Um, um, a diamond in the rough, if you will. <laughs> a pearl. <laughs> well. Pearls among. Pearl, pearls. Pearls before swine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can, You're the swine. You can say pearl. Hmm? Yes. You can say that. Yes. Um. Yes, we found each other. I, I, I like treasure. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I like that description of this podcast. We found each other. I like treasure. Well, I mean, who doesn't like treasure? <laughs> no, everyone loves treasure. But I think it's we. We probably have done more episodes on treasure hunting than like maybe any other segment. We have a. This show is segmented. We have a lot of different segments that we like to talk about: ghost science, critters, which is all about animals, because I tend to want to talk about animals and get a little teary eyed. Um, yes. And then Weekly Idiot, which is basically where we just get to, you know, vent because sometimes there's just an idiot in the week that you want to vent about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just all of these things, X marks the spot slash let's go for a treasure hunt. Still haven't figured out which one that one is. Mm, finders Keepers. I finders Keepers. Is. Oh, right. The thing that isn't even in that title. No. Yeah. So Finders Keepers is our treasure hunting one. Um, but in general, we just have quite a few segments and all of them are tailored towards us because we're selfish. But also... We're happy to share them with others. Yeah. Hello. Um, all right. Well, Will, would you like to kick it off this week? What's our I first mean, segment? I mean, listen, we've yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week. What is our first segment? Which one do you want to do? I mean, I can talk Weekly Idiot. We can talk Ghost Science, Critters. What do you think? I think we should go 
crit as fast. All right. Well, then let's segue into our next segment. Critters. Creepy crawlies. Scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. FYI, he has done that every single time we've had a Critters segment. Yeah. Creepy Even though it's crawlies. not just about creepy crawlies. No. It, Critters actually rarely is about creepy crawlies. Critters is usually about mammals. But you, see, you were trying to argue with me that Critters refers to all animals, which technically yeah. it does. Mm. But when I think of a critter, I think of an insect. I think of a, a creepy crawly. I think it also is because it's a C. It's a critter. No, it's not that. And so you say creepy crawly. No, I, I just... I, I, it's got the C-R. I've, maybe it's just an American prefix. word. Maybe that's why. Cr- creepy crawly. No, I, it's not critter. just that. Nope. We could, we could call it Vermintown, if you'd like. Vermintown. I don't know. Just a thought. Uh, how about... Um, oh, We're on safari. We're on safari. Yeah, sure. Can I tell you real quick? I just want to say this just real quick. I feel a little too relaxed right now because of how good these desk chairs are. It's great. It's going to make amazing conversation. <laughs> I feel so relaxed. Yeah. We also failed to mention that we got some new dope chairs. We got and new office chairs. Guys, while I'm talking to you right now, my, my beautiful voice is serenading your ears. I'm reclining. I'm reclined. I'm inclined so is to recline. We're both looking at each other reclined. Reclined. Um, so critters, right? Let's do it. That thing, yes. So last night, okay, I got into bed, right? You did. I saw a video on Reddit, okay, basically about blue whales. <laughs> I swear to God, this boy, <laughs> I swear to God, he always rolls over with something to talk so about. So I saw this video of like, um, I was like a ship. I can't find the video now, but it was this, there was a ship <laughs> and this whale coming out of the water. And now, I I always knew whales were big because uh-huh. <laughs> they're whales. Yes. You're taught at a young age. Whales are big. Whales are but big. <laughs> That's in the science book at the top I of the at the top of the chapter on mammals. It just says whales are. It just big. says whales are big. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't realize how big <laughs> whales are. Right. Well, because you, so I just want to give my perspective on this. Is that last night? So I'm like walking around the bed. I'm like going to put my PJs on. And Will kind of looks up at me with these like very sort of like awe, this awestruck sort of expression on his face. And he looks at me and he goes, do you know how big whales are? And I said, pretty big. And he said, but, but do you know how big whales are? But you were surprised, right? I was, I, I feel knew like they I were knew big, this. But when you saw the scale, yeah. it's shocking. Yeah. Because... I think and when I, I was a kid, I knew that they were that big. But now as I've gotten older, I have less whale content. But School is a lot about whales, These I like. whales are the biggest animals of all time. So Of all time? No, no, of all time. Of all time. That, there is not a bigger dinosaur. I think that's what shook me more than anything was that, okay, you need to tell them what this whale is. It's a blue whale. There you go. Okay. Blue whales no. are the largest animals of all time. Yes. We need to just emphasize that. The largest animals of all time. Yes. Now, on this chart that we looked at, because we watched a YouTube, of course, we watched several YouTube videos about this right after seeing that. There was a chart and it showed how long a blue whale is in comparison to like a lot of other things. Like megalodon shark. You hear about a megalodon shark and you're like, that motherfucker is huge and has a billion teeth. Yeah. Fuck that. Wrong-o. Blue whales are bigger. Yes. 
you 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 look at you watch Jurassic Park, you see a Stegosaurus, you see anything, any, any herbivore, any fucking T Rex, you name it. This a blue whale's bigger, bigger. These Huge. things are massive. These massive. Three, these fucking fish, fish. They're not fish. Mammals? mammals, largest mammals in the entire world. These mammals are bigger than three buses. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's but the reason crazy. why I wanted to discuss this was because I saw a tweet from uh, five years ago that people were like kind of memeing because uh, the tweet was something like, "Oh, in the next five years, dinosaurs are going to become a thing, oh. and like they're going to be able to bring back the dinosaurs, Jurassic Park style." And then. That was in 2015. Five years later, 2020, everyone was like retweeting the tweet, being like, "Where the fuck are the dinosaurs?" <laughs> Why it was because was it because scientists were creating technology that was going to allow them to replicate the DNA? Like, what well, was the what was a, the thought? A, a, akin to Jurassic Park, oh, Jesus. where they're fucking around with the DNA. Let's not do this. Not in 2020. They, we've done. We we've been through enough. You know, they find the DNA in fossils and amber. Right. And, you know, they they have they have information about it. Yeah. Uh, they thought they could turn that into like a. a a real thing but oh, i think uh, i saw an interview of one of the leading scientists uh i think it was a couple of weeks ago and he was saying just how i mean obviously so just how complicated and difficult it is and apparently whenever they make the dna splice because mm-hmm. they're what they're doing is, is like they're taking an animal we have and, and then fusing and it with fusing dinosaur it to make it into DNA? like what that thing is right <gasps> No. Because when you think about it, and guys, you know, I could be completely talking out my ass here. But <laughs> I can you, confirm that he's talking out of his mouth right now, not his ass. I just want it, everyone to yes. know that. Okay. Uh, obviously, like, animals started off as dinosaurs, and then over, over the course of evolution, they've turned to the animals that we know nowadays. Yes. Right? For a split second, for a, for a, like, tiny amount of time, <laughs> I thought that you were saying that all life came from dinosaurs. No. That, like... <laughs> Like instead of having like the the protozoan era of like no. human beings yeah. sort of we started off as a single T-Rex cell yeah real small we were a tiny a single cell T Rex then turned into yes. a multi cell T Rex no. that turned into a giant no there is my point is that there has been an evolution from um, some of those dinosaurs yeah. millions of years ago to the animals we have now so I think yeah. when they talk about making these dinosaurs again it's a combination of like animals we have now that fusing it with some of the dna we had then because it would be like some animals like i'm trying to think well let me give an example yeah like a megalodon shark you would put a megalodon shark dna into regular shark i guess why here's what i'm gonna say why i don't know period well the example i saw was something like uh, be an animal that doesn't have feathers would be getting feathers because like ooh, because yeah they they yeah. they well yeah because there was an interesting I'm trying to think of what the example that was but well there was um a lot of people thought that uh i can't remember which dinosaur it was but a lot of the dinosaurs that they found fossils of it's hard to know if they had feathers all over their body if they had fur all over their body yeah. no one knows the scaly exterior that you see on most dinosaurs is actually probably not like on most uh you know recreated dinosaur models mm-hmm. is probably not the way that these animals looked no in the same way that like not every animal that's a carnivore is a reptile no not every carnivorous 
dinosaur has to be scaly. No. So it's kind of like an interesting... Absolutely. And I, I think that from the sounds of it, <clears throat> pardon me, that from the sounds of it, you're taking uh, like <laughs> different animals, spliced them together. And from the sounds of it, there's just like the DNA is not working. It's like collapsing. It's falling apart. So we're going to have to wait from the sounds of it a little bit longer for I... our Jurassic Park style theme park. But I'm not sad about that. The reason why we're talking about blue whales is because we went on this deep dive after we found that out. And we were like, how big were like the biggest dinosaurs? Yeah. And we realized that the blue whale in our waters today <laughs> is the biggest animal ever. 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 Okay. So I want to get back on track with that because I also... So this chart that we saw, there was something really disturbing that we didn't talk about last night that we like should have talked about when we saw that chart. And it was that... There were two things that were longer than a blue whale. Mm -hmm. Did you see what those two things were? Yes, do you want me to say? Say it. Jellyfish. Is that not the most fucking horrifying thing in the entire world? The idea, the thought, the thought that there is a jellyfish, a poisonous jellyfish because this was the portuguese man of war that is longer than the length of a blue whale yeah okay this but is why people it's, die it's weird because like you obviously know what a jellyfish looks like but like the head of the jellyfish like, tiny the main bit little is like usually little the same size as like a normal jellyfish normal. but it's it's like tentacles <gasps> or it's like stingers will that just go on for like ah! four double decker buses like these things just like linger. Like that that jellyfish is across the ocean. Its stingers are already on the other side. Oh my god! They're still back Will. there. He, they're paying rent in the Atlantic, yeah. and they're already in the Pacific. Oh yeah, they're wow. still stuck there. Oh, oh my dragging god! Dragging that behind. Wow, dragging ass, quite literally. I that is so. How could there be a god when that exists? That's all I'm saying. Like it's it, disturbing. Imagine it? being. Imagine getting caught in one of those tendrils and being like, well, it has to end at some point. The answer is no, no it, doesn't. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And you're dead. And you're fucking dead. So. It's, those things are crazy. Ugh. I mean. Horrifying. It, it is nuts to think, because I've never seen a whale in person. Like, I've never seen, like, have we seen a whale in we person? Saw, we saw a whale in person. Do we in, see it in New, in New Zealand? Zealand? Yeah. But it wasn't, we that saw wasn't dolphins, like a blue whale, right? And then we saw whales in the distance. I don't think that that was a blue whale because I don't well, think blue whales, whales are like are just this like inf unf unf they, they feel like a dinosaur in yeah. a weird way like they feel prehistoric. Well, they are a relic of yeah. an older time. I think part of that is also because I mean, there's a whole if you if you look up why animals are smaller now and like you know all the theories around the oxygen levels of the earth at the time that would have supported larger animals like you know spiders the size of a living room and yeah. shit like that yeah like that is something that's not really possible now because of the earth and earth's environment and like the oxygen levels of the earth and just like just us developing it more and growing as a species as humans has like dropped the quality of life for basically everything on earth except for us one other way that you can absolutely get scale very easily is look up blue whale mm -hmm. diver or oh, yeah. look up blue whale cruise liner. When the blue whale is larger than a cruise liner, you realize how fucking huge yeah. the blue whale is. When a blue whale overshadows 
what apparently is a tiny little yacht, judging by the scale. Right. Then you start to question the, the fabric of reality. Yes, 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 yes. Also, can I just say, thank God that blue whales aren't carnivorous or aggressive. Yeah, because we'd be dead. Yeah, because we, we would be all dead and we'd would be just ruled. We would just be ruled by sort of blue whale overlords. And justly so. We, they Honestly, they probably deserve to be overlords at this point. We've done a very bad job so as humans. So, so I mean... That was kind of like the end. Whoa. Uh, one more time. That was kind of the end of uh, my story. Right. But I mean, it, it got me thinking just about the Jurassic Park theme. Right. And if they were to actually bring back dinosaurs, how would they do, do that? that? Like, say, for example, okay, they make a T Rex. Right. What are they doing with that? Well, where are they? The wait, 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 wait. Like, Let me, let's talk for a second. Okay. Why are, because you said earlier, oh, they splice. Basically what they do is they take a baboon and then they take like a similar kind of like gorilla mm -hmm. from before, you know, whatever mm -hmm. from dinosaur times and then mm -hmm. they splice it together. And now, whoa, the bamboo has teeth, really sharp carnivorous teeth. Yeah. Well, what the fuck is the common ancestor of the T-Rex? I don't know. You can't make a T-Rex. No, What's the common ancestor? I don't ancestor? know how they do that stuff. That's what I'm saying, though, is that I but don't I think, think... they can do that no, stuff. No, 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 but this is what I'm saying, is that I don't know if the the whole Jurassic Park thing of, like, finding, you know, making eggs somehow and watching them hatch and then raising a dinosaur, that's not how it's going to go. It's going to be like a chicken with scales on it, mm -hmm. and you're going to be like... It's a dinosaur, and we're all going to go, but it's a tiny chicken with scales on it. Yes. That's not a dinosaur. And they're going to go, it is, because it's got DNA from 50 billion years ago. And we go, well, that's really cool, but it's not a dinosaur. It's not giant, because that's what you want. You want the dino yeah, you in want, the dinosaur. You want the big fucking dinosaur. You want the long neck eating leaves off the fucking tree. You want the whole thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just saying, what I'm trying to say is... Even if we did get a Jurassic Park, it would not be the Jurassic Park that we would want it to be. The vicious, large, terrifying, not even slightly terrifying, absolutely terrifying sort of adventure that we've come to sort of know and find fond. Yes. You know? Um, Speaking of dinosaurs. Oh. I think we can move on to our next segment, <gasps> which is... Go, go Science! science. E equals MC squared. Huh? It's also, he does that every single time, too. Um, Just thought everyone should know. So, I don't know how I made this segue happen, but I did. Um, I know what you did. I know how you did it. So, um, last week on 4chan, the notorious 4chan website, which <laughs> that is... That guy 4chan. Just, you know, probably the worst place on the internet. Um, Why does it still exist? I don't know. I guess you can't really get rid of it, can you? Because it'll also, pop up like, somewhere else. Don't we get, like, a lot of, like... Information from there? Information from yes. 4chan, like, a really weird way. I think a lot even of whistleblowers. Even though it's, like, a bunch of, like... Even though there's a lot of, like, incelly people on there, don't we get... We get a lot of leaks. Stuff from 4chan? Yes, we get a lot of leaks. And a lot of the, like, the big memes we love come from 4chan. Some of them do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there was a thing on 4chan uh, the other day. Basically, somebody dumped a folder which contained a bunch of Nintendo leaks. Ooh. So, uh, to summarize, I can try and explain it from what I know, which is very little. But obviously when uh, Nintendo are developing uh, different games, 
um, and by the way, the era we're talking about is N64 era. Right. That so this you should, is like 90s, 2000s. Which I think, I actually think, sorry not to interrupt, but yeah, yeah. I will preface this story by saying I think it's very interesting that this was the data dump that was found because it is probably one of the most nostalgic eras of Nintendo. Yeah. It was really when Nintendo like hit the mainstream. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast had an experience with N64 or... Yeah. Or something along those you had lines. The, your friend had the clear purple one, and you guys all played Donkey Kong 64 together, yeah. and it was really fun. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. Very good. So, uh, obviously, when they're developing games, they scrap, like, different assets, and things get changed, and uh, does characters change, and titles change. Like, games get scrapped. Mm-hmm. I was actually reading about, and this is kind of slightly off topic, but uh, uh, Valve, mm-hmm. who make... Team Fortress, Portal. Some of our favorite games. Some of the best games ever. Um, so they released uh, Half-Life, the VR game recently. Uh-huh. And everyone for a really long time thought, oh, like Half-Life 3 is going to come out. Will it ever come out? There's that like ongoing meme online because they take like years <laughs> to develop these games. <laughs> yeah. And they have this curse where they can never make a third game. So they made Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2, didn't make a third one. They made Portal 1, Portal 2, didn't, didn't make, make a third, a third one. one. Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2, didn't make a third one. Uh, but they released um, with the uh, VR game, like basically like a book of all the scrap games they had worked on over the last like five to ten years. Oh my god! And these they they would work on games for like four or five years to scrap them. What kind of games were they? Were they uh, in Portal sort of tone or more so? Some of them were really off the wall open world games, like really kind of crazy creative Minecrafty games they were working on, really like all over the place. And they would work on games for a year or two and then they would scrap them. But the reason I talk about this is because, so this Nintendo source code came out, which contained a lot of the stuff they had working on the, the in the N64 era that got scrapped. Mm. And so it's all the source code from like Super Mario N64, Zelda, mm. Mario Kart, Donkey Kong, all the stuff that got scrapped. And it revealed like some really interesting stuff. Um, which the, one of them was the segue of this dinosaur. Which was that Yoshi <laughs> initially. We all know what Yoshi looks like, which he's like a, he's a cute rounded off dinosaur Di- yeah he's dinosaur-esque he's a really cute version of what a dinosaur actually looks like but if you guys uh i'm sure you can go on twitter and look this up on twitter if you type in like n64 yoshi you'll see a picture of it but it basically yoshi basically looked like an actual dinosaur at one yep. point like the- it was like had a really long neck yep it, it was, was like, like the dinosaur weird. the one that i the best way i can describe it is it was the dinosaur from jurassic world you know when he gets on the back of the dinosaur's back and then rides Yeah, like it? the raptors. The raptors. Yes. He looked like a, an actual raptor. Yeah. He was a little bit sweeter than a, than a raptor. He was still green and he still had the white belly. Still kind of cute, but it was weird. But it was like he had a thin, long neck, thin legs, not the rounded face that we know and love, those big cheeks that Yoshi mm-hmm. has. Not a thing. So one of the other things which I thought was really interesting is um, I, I did this when I was a kid. So... Um, in Super Mario N64, for those of you that haven't played it before, I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of you have, the game is basically like you go to Peach's Castle and you jump in different paintings and go to different worlds to defeat Bowser. Which is incredible. But there's a there's like a fountain on the outside of the castle which has a big star on it. Mm. And I think they actually put it in an Odyssey recently as like a throwback. But so there was this like big like silver star and it was a statue and below it had a plaque and the plaque you couldn't read which was really annoying like it just had like 
you could just see the lines, the scribbled lines of like something that, and because it was like low polygon, you couldn't read what it said. So people had this theory that it was that you could do an Easter egg to play as Luigi in the game. And so people spent literally like, I mean, even to this day, people are still trying to go into the source code to see if you could play as Luigi. Wait, if there was why a would, way to play as why Luigi. Why would that have connected to the plaque? Uh, there was a bunch of like loose threads and like, to what be honest, I'm saying, not exactly sure. What you're saying it would have given you instructions on how yes. to become Luigi? There was a theory that like if you um, like did a trick on the star or like put your hat on the star, it would you'd be able to like unlock Luigi. Okay. And the plaque was supposed People to People basically have... translated the plaque and they thought it said something about Luigi. Okay. But okay. It, but it, it was unreadable. It was, but a... it was you couldn't really read it. Okay. So um Obviously, when the source code came out, the first thing people did was like, "Can you? Could you play as fucking Luigi? Like, was that a thing? Yeah, was that even ever a thing? And, and was it? So, um, apparently, initially, Super Mario sixty four was like called Super Mario Bros sixty four. So you could play as both of them initially. It was like a co- like a co opy thing. And was this something that was known to the public? No, and this then just scrapped? came out. Oh, so this so is so this is all like private information Nintendo developed and we're working on in the nineties two thousands. Wow. This is like, a, you know, Nintendo are uh, uh, secretive. Yeah. Uh, as are like a lot of games companies. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So they had scrapped all this information. Now this is just finally coming out. <gasps> but they found a Luigi character model. What? So like it's Larry Mario, but he's green and is a little bit thinner and looks like Luigi. And so he was in the source code, but they took him out. And so you can't actually play as Luigi, but he is there he was there at one point and and maybe this whole plaque sort of debate is actually sort of this breadcrumb of seeing that source code maybe there was maybe that was how you unlocked him was that you did this like weird little trick in front of the star i think i think or something from what we've gathered it was like in the initial the game was different to begin with and it was more of like a brother's game Rather uh-huh. than like a Mario focused game. Right. So it was like you could play as them independently. Or you could but, pick one to play as. Yeah. But when they made it round. Super Mario 64, it was like, oh, this is a Mario game, not like a Luigi game. Isn't that interesting? I wonder how the I wonder how the uh series would do if it had been a duo game. Like if you could play as either. I don't know. Because it was Super Mario Bros. in like the early games, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and even in the earlier games, I feel like there was sort of that question of like are you a luigi person or are you a mario yeah, person yeah luigi definitely did take the back burner which i guess is why they made like luigi's mansion and stuff i like, think they, they wanted luigi to focus yeah i think they wanted to focus the attention of the franchise onto one person because mario was the star from the very beginning even in super mario bros it felt just from what i've seen the history of the game mm-hmm. it feels like mario was the sort of player one and Luigi was player two. Yeah. Like always. Luigi's kind of always taken the back burner. But now I think they've done a really clever job of making Luigi just a different personality. Yeah. Like he has Luigi's Mansion, which is one of the most iconic games ever yeah. on GameCube. I fucking love Luigi's Mansion. And also you get to play as him in this kind of cowardly role in so many other games. Like his emotes when he plays mario tennis yeah. are a bit more cowardly yeah he he's <laughs> definitely become like his own character yeah and it, it it is really interesting and yeah. i mean i mean 
there, there were a bunch of other stuff that, that got leaked. There was like a Zelda dungeon from Ocarina of Time that That's, was never used. Do you know what it looked like? Yeah, they you... ha- it's like a it's a, like a rendered dungeon. What was it? What was the dungeon? I don't know. It's like it's just like these empty like areas or arenas things that they they weren't used like different temples and do you think because there's sort of this like ongoing thought about the the format of a zelda game is really clever because it's usually three temples and then you kind of move on to the upper echelon and then it's Mm -hmm. another three temples or however many temples yeah yeah. but they always usually come in threes you know what i mean like you have fire water fire water and earth yeah effectively always and they do ice though don't they yeah sometimes they do ice no no but so those are the second rounds of and sometimes mm. the ice level is the water temp like right. sometimes you have to melt the ice level to get to the water level you know what i mean there's always a there's always a certain thing yeah about so that. like from what i gathered some of the assets that were scrapped some of them were used in majora's mask but oh. some of them weren't used and so it's basically like a treasure trove of stuff if you guys are interested in this um definitely look i would look uh it look it up or go over onto twitter and um just type in like nintendo source code leak and there's like just a bunch of stuff that 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 has come up. I mean, stuff like if you're into Nintendo, there's, it's like a nerdy person's dream. So um, check it out. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to look up real quick. Okay, so Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time came out in 1998. And Majora's Mask came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. In... Um, I remember I remember both of them really vividly. I remember playing both of them as a kid, but I remember the I don't know how you felt about it, but I didn't feel like there was a huge upgrade in graphics. Oh my god, that's incredible. I just showed on the uh, oh my god. crappy polygon uh, Luigi. I love it though. He looks great and yeah. it does kind of look like a little bit of a taller, thinner yeah. Mario. Yeah. Um no, I, what I was going to say was, I don't know about you, but I feel like a lot of what was Majora's Mask were pieces of Ocarina of Time that they wanted to expand upon. Like, the relationship that that uh, Link has with all of these different, like, species and people groups across the world. Mm-hmm. Being able to put on a mask and become them was really, really cool. So it doesn't surprise me that a lot of the elements that started off in Ocarina of Time ended up being in Majora's Mask. Yeah, I mean... it. It, it it is mad that like there is so much stuff they they did end up scrapping and then using later on and like using for un- other random stuff. I don't know if you played Star Fox. I love Star Fox. But um, you know the do a barrel roll. Yeah. So this they found like the original do a barrel roll uncompressed line, which is like. But it's kind of weird. Do a barrel roll. Yeah, because like you know in the game like it's masked over like a the, an intercom or whatever you know that's what I mean? just the raw that's the that's uncompressed the version um, that's incredible I so yeah that. it's like you would not believe the amount of stuff that's in here guys i mean the other cool stuff which i found was like they have the super mario 64 like original like box art mm. so like when you get the cartridge these old n64 cartridge you know you just see the artwork you get would be the one on the cartridge yeah or in the little box the little n64 cassette box but they have like the HQ original like Illustrator files and the, for all the old artwork. What do you call that? Um, oh, what do you call it when it's a unit? When the unit carton? When you see like the unit carton, the, like the box the art, unfolded, the proper, like oh the yeah, unfolded yeah, yeah, unit carton that is like 
basically, you know, where a factory would go in and then it finally fold it. Yeah. This is what the box art looks like when you flatten it out and you can see it in like its to in its yeah. total look. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I find that more fascinating than anything. And they did the same thing with the characters where you would see a version of Yoshi and he would be almost like dissected in every single way. So yes. you can see every piece of his arm yes. and you know and you don't I think I underestimate how much detail is in these games even the ones that are like polygon games and mm -hmm. are like super sort of you know not super high quality graphics yeah i mean they were just doing the best with what they could do yeah right at the time. yeah they were doing the best with what they could do and to, admittedly it was really really the, good they fucking slap yeah so if you're a big nintendo nerd i would say check out these leaks because they're just really interesting to see that there's yoshi looks entirely different luigi would be included in super mario so now now that like the original luigi model came out mm -hmm. and because they have a lot of the source code for the actual game mm -hmm. so you know when people like remake remastered versions of games so yeah. like you'll see on youtube it'd be like super mario like 2020 version where like people have basically build it from the ground up versions yeah. of the game. <gasps> They're going to do the same so, thing with Luigi. Well, here's the thing. So now that they have the source code, yeah. they're able to just make the same game. <gasps> identical. With Luigi. With the original code. So before, you know, the 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 game engine, everything they were using, they'd have to make it up themselves from scratch. But this is like they can make the game again. But there's talk now, because they've got the Luigi character model, they're going to mod Luigi into the game. <gasps> So finally, people that like are obsessed with finishing off the Easter egg, they can finally play as like Luigi, which is like, I mean, it's only taken like 20 years for that to finally happen. That's so cool. But for people that as a kid, you really dreamed about like that being like an Easter egg. Mm -hmm. It's people are just going crazy. I love that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I love that. That's so cool. Um, We have time for one more segment. Yes, we do. What is it, Artie? It is the, the weekly, weekly idiot. idiot. You dummy. You're you're thick. Sorry. I am thick ass. Nice. Whoa. Um. Um. Yeah. So basically, I um. You know, the weekly idiot is a tough segment right now because it just seems like the moment you pick one person who's the weekly idiot, it becomes a billion people. Everyone's a weekly idiot. Everyone's a weekly idiot. So I thought I would just kind of like lump some just throw out a group of people and that group of people is people going to Disneyland during a global pandemic. When Disneyland opened back up, mm -hmm. there was, I guess I should say unsurprisingly, a large group of people that rushed to go to Disneyland. Yeah. People who find it their escape um, decided to go. Oh, Disney World in particular, not well, just yeah, Disneyland. Well, yeah, because I think, uh, yeah, it's important to specify because I think in somewhere like California for a while, the cases, I mean, regardless, you shouldn't have gone, but the cases were kind of low for a while. So I know we had some friends that like had booked like a weekend away at the resort in California because they thought- In March. But yeah, but because but, <laughs> they thought like by the time it would have, you know, like opened up yeah. and things would have calmed down. Because if they were- remaining stable yeah that would have been fine but yeah. then i for whatever reason well the california case spiked disneyland didn't open but the florida one still, still opened still opened even though florida Florida's, has worse cases yeah somehow but it's still open right yeah no well actually let me check let me see let me check real quick is disney world disney world open let me get let me let me ask uh, yep. 
Yes. Well, Disney World Florida is currently open during a global pandemic in one of the worst states and one of the worst uh, spikes of the entire pandemic. So (laughs) it's important also to to know this because I did some research on it because I didn't realize this. But, and now Arden, you know it. Disneyland makes up, like the Disneyland resorts all around the world, including like Tokyo Disney, Tokyo Sea Disney, whatever the fuck that one is. Paris. Paris. California, Florida, uh, not Tokyo, Disneyland, Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah. All of those make up 40% of Disneyland's gross. Disney. Disney's gross of, revenue. Of, of Disney's gross revenue by the end of the year. So 40%. So, you know, you think about all the films that Disney makes, like all the Marvel movies. Think about that massive, massive franchise they have. Yeah. You know, they have all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, the parks still make up nearly half. Of all their revenues. So yep. the fucking parks make a they lot of money. They, really they make matter. a shitload of money. And I thought initially, like, if I had to, like, guess it, if I had to guess it, I would have said, like, it would have been, like, 20%, 10%. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I thought the Disneyland parks were more of, like, an, an image add-on. thing. Yeah. I like, it the was same a way thing. to keep up the brand. Almost like PR. Yes. Like, oh, your little girl can come and, and like, dress up as a princess yes. and get a picture I'd- with Tatiana. Exactly. Yeah. I did not think they were like a main source of revenue for them. Right. And right. they are. Yeah, no, they're huge. So they had to get these parks open, but they they're did They're also it. wildly expensive. Yeah. I think like that's the other thing is not only is it like day-to-day upkeep, but also imagine, I mean, I guess they own all the property that it's on, but it must just cost so much money to upkeep that. So if you're not having Everything. any, if you're not having any revenue coming in, you're just hemorrhaging money. Yeah, you're just losing money. You're just hemorrhaging money. But- what I wanted to say was I... So Florida's open. So Florida's open. Yeah. And uh, there was an article that came out uh, from the... Let me see. Actually, make sure I don't misspeak and say it's... Yeah, The Atlantic. Um, and it was just uh, a think piece done on uh, someone going to Disneyland, Florida that's uh-huh. never been. Yeah. Uh, this guy decided, the writer of the article decided to go to Disney World in the middle of the pandemic. He's never been before. He has no, he doesn't care about Disney World. Oh, God. He doesn't. What a weird experience. I know. And he was like, I just want to see what the people are like. Like, I just want to know. And oddly enough, I know I said people who go to Disney World are idiots who <laughs> are going in the middle of the pandemic. But reading this article sort of. I'm not going to say it changed my mind because I think it's still very reckless, but I forget how clever Disney is. Yeah. Disney is this weird, and this article really backs this up. Disney is this weird microcosm. And especially Disney World, I'll say, is a weird microcosm of society Mm -hmm. because Florida as a whole is a pretty lawless crazy place like this article even says that one in ten people have applied for uh open carry licenses yeah like one in ten floridians has a gun on them yeah that's the idea yeah i mean that's insane to me yeah and you know that's people legally owning guns not even people who illegally own guns yeah so you take this like sort of lawless country which is Florida, and then you stick the happiest place on earth right in the middle of it. And the happiest place on earth has a functioning transport system. It has, uh, you know, security everywhere. 
it is known as the happiest place on earth. It's almost like an authoritarian state because as he was saying, especially during coronavirus, they had this thing that they would call, it was their magic bands. You know, mm-hmm. the things that you put on before you go into the park so you can get yes. into each of the parks. Yes. So that magic band like also, ticket, electronic ticket, an right. electronic ticket, but also the magic band also keeps track of where you are in the park. It keeps track of and how many people are how many people are in the park. Fuck. If one of them got the coronavirus and then reported it to Disney, it would let you know that you were one uh, of the people that was in the park during the same time that this other person was in the park. Right. Every single person in the park is required to be wearing a mask unless you are eating food. So everyone in the park is wearing masks. And what you know, a, what weird, a weird, bizarre, like. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. I thought this was really interesting because you're supposed to be in the happiest place on earth. And you can't see anyone smiling. Like, you can't see anyone's faces. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a really good point. Parents can't really take pictures of their kids with Mickey or Minnie or anything because you're not allowed to be in that close proximity with people. There's no... Yeah, I mean, the fact that you can't see kids smiling has got to be the most bizarre thing ever. Yep, and in a park where sort of the number one reason you're there is to make memories and take pictures of everything. Yeah, and like You're we, not taking pictures of anything. And when we go, you know, we love like, we love going because it's, you know, it's Disney and it's fun. Yeah. But also like seeing the little kids running around in different costumes, it's having so the, the, their first Disneyland experience yep. is adorable. It's like really me and cute. I were literally saying the other day, it's sad that we're not going to be able to do the Disneyland Halloween thing like we usually yeah. do because seeing little kids run around in princess costumes and little halloween costumes is so adorable it's and unbelievable they are so excited and yeah that's that's so strange and i think i discredited the amount of people that would have booked a holiday for for disney world for this summer like in january can you turn your laptop just to silent sure um if i had really thought about how many people you know, you come off of Christmas, January comes around and parents are thinking, what are we going to do for our summer holiday mm-hmm. or whatever? A lot of people say, okay, well, I'm going to get a Disney discount and, and book something for like July or yeah. June or whatever. And I don't know what the policies are. I don't know if they move that kind of stuff around, but I can understand by the time that you get to that point where it's like Disneyland's opened. We have had this thing booked yeah. for months. And it's so expensive. And it's so expensive. And even if we did move it, we wouldn't know when we would be able to do it. And we're tired because we're inside all the time and we're just exhausted yeah, and it's we really big, just want to go. You know, we're, we're, we're fucks. We have the flexibility to be able to go whenever you know, we want whenever really we want, really and yeah. like we're very very because we live in california yeah but like yeah i mean for people that you know don't live there or like don't have the money because it costs fucking crazy it's money so expensive you wonder how it's their revenue yeah. how it's 40 percent of their like, revenue disney's revenue i mean the ticket yeah, price you're alone right. they, they, you must not want to but it must yeah. be the worst thing and my first instinct obviously is to judge those people because stay inside don't go out don't go to a fucking amusement park during a pandemic obviously but from what this guy was saying and he is not keep in mind he is not on the side of anyone trying to go to disneyland yeah it was the one place he said where he did not see a single person complaining about wearing a mask he, every single person from the person that you expect, the the Floridian white dude with, you know, the Guy Fieri hair yeah. tatted up, yeah. who is absolutely one of the people who's like masks or muzzles. That dude is wearing a mask begrudgingly in the middle of Disneyland. Yeah. They, like everyone is wearing it. Yeah. Like people are being so careful and like 
listen, I heard stories about people going to Disneyland and just being ridiculous and having coronavirus and still going. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard all of that. But from what this guy is saying is the weirdest part about it was how eerie it was to not have the human experience of enjoying the happiest place on earth with other human beings. You can't touch Mickey and Minnie. Right. There are no characters out on the streets. That's very strange. When the Disney princesses do the parade through downtown Disney, there are people in like scrub suits cleaning up afterwards and making sure that people aren't touching Fuck. the Disney well, princesses. Did you see the dystopian video they put out, which was like, hey guys, welcome back to the happiest place on earth. And it cut to all the different workers in masks at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. That was like dystopian and weird and so odd so weird and also there's a reminder so you'll be listening to um you know star spangled banner or whatever around disneyland because it's also very americana um like it's super patriotic for whatever reason disney world is um on top of that in between like star spangled banner you have a coronavirus thing that's like keep your masks on make sure to wash your hands every 20 minutes it's like when you get on it yeah it's a black mirror episode it's it's like yes they're being safe yes there are less people like he was saying that he went on um uh, what's the water ride? Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. And he waited eight minutes. <laughs> oh, so he like it wasn't, it, the parks aren't that busy either. Oh, no, no, no. It's empty. Oh. It's empty. Okay. For some reason, I imagined that the parks were like going to be filled with people. I mean, this is one person's experience. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure that this is across the board. But you're probably it right. It, you, it, there's going to be less people there. Yeah. But it was interesting that he said the people who were there... A, we're all very, very careful and very, like, aware of what was going on. Mm-hmm. He didn't see a lot of people breaking the rules. The only time he saw someone break the rule and lower their mask was a little girl taking a picture in front of the, the princess's castles. And the parents were like, okay, just run in front of the castle, pull your mask down for two seconds, I'll take a picture of you, and then come off. <gasps> so she got a picture of herself in front of the princess oh castle. My God. Just pulled down her mask a little bit, and then... I, I feel kind of sad I know. Them because that's childhood memories oh my god so it's it is very weird it's weird but i can like from what i'm seeing it's not this debaucherous sort of um flagrant uh flagrant misuse of free time Mm -hmm. going to disney it's a lot of people who already had trips planned or there was another person that he saw that was from New York. It was some businesswoman who was there who's one of those, like, Disney-obsessed people, which yeah. we're on the fringe of that. Yeah. We love Disney yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, as much as I think the Disney Corp is a terrifying <laughs> monopoly, I also really love Disney, and I love Disneyland. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like a break from the world. You just get to, like, walk into this place where, like, it's the happiest place on Earth, and you don't really have to think about yeah. anything. Yeah. You just get to, like, have a big old nostalgia overload of everything you loved yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And that's why it's so Pure good. escapism. Escapism. And you can imagine that during a really crazy worldwide pandemic, yeah. right. there would be people who, as we know, there are people fucking obsessed with Disney. There are Disney gangs. There are people who have, like, hand-stitched jackets dedicated to Disney gangs, like, you know, goofies, yeah, it's, it's riders, a, it's an intense and shit. thing. It's a whole thing. So, where are those people who can't go to Disneyland all the time because pandemic is going on? Well, they're still there occasionally because there was this one woman from New York who was like, "Disney's my escape." 
here like you don't have to think about anything and she went to disney she flew from new york to disney world which i think is very inappropriate but she flew yeah, from bad. new york to disney world so that she could go to disney world and have a break from it all and she is the problem with opening up something like that because as this article also said disney world is one of those places where it's not one group of people that go to Disney World. It's not just Floridians that go to Disney World. Mm -hmm. It's people who fly in from other parts of the country and other other countries to go to Disney World. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. I was just I was also just looking up um uh how many international tourists make up the Disney so World many. population. So many. So I just looked it up and it's between eighteen and twenty two percent. Yeah. So from like international countries. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, there's going to be a 20% decrease in people. Yeah. Because... Well, yes. On top of the fact that there's going to be less people there because of COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably looking at, like... There's going to be, like, half the amount of people yeah. there that normally would be I would there. say less than half, probably, because people are also just scared to go. Wow. that That's crazy. Yeah, to be honest, I saw it was open. I... I still think it's stupid. Like, yeah, I think if it's the California one's go. closed, why is the Florida one open? Yeah. The Florida one is enormous... And it's in Florida. There's like, there's so many cases in Florida. It's yeah. rising every day. Like, just close it for now and then reopen it, reopen it when you can. I think more as a symbol than anything because like, it's not, the, the, the whole thing is, from what I'm seeing from this article, and keep in mind, I'm going to say this one more time, this is one person's perspective and I haven't been there myself, so I can't give you a first person perspective. Yeah. But from what he is saying, it is so clean and so safe that it almost ruins the happiest place on earth because you're not seeing people smiling. Everything has to get wiped down every two seconds after you use it. You have to wear a mask on all of the rides. You can't, you literally cannot have the normal Disney experience during no. a pandemic. So why go in the first place? Exactly. That's, that's a really good point actually, because part of the reason why you go to Disneyland is you don't want to see anything happening behind the scenes. No. You don't want to see the curtain fall. No, you you want to you don't want to see what's happening behind the curtain. You nope. want to you just want to go and and uh, escape, and you don't want to you don't want to see any of that stuff. It's the no. same same thing when like someone commits a crime in Disney, yeah, and you hear about them being like taken to a dark room, like behind closed doors or whatever. Like you don't want to see any of that happening. No. You just want to go and for it to be great, and for you to leave and be like that was amazing. Yeah, but for you to see like yeah, for you to be reminded of like. The real world of people in scrubs and disinfectant and moss. You don't want it, that. It ruins the experience completely. Yeah, I agree. That's, yeah. Interesting. It's, Very it's, interesting. Yeah. What I will say, just as a final note, is don't go to Disney World. Don't do it. You're just risking your life and you're risking the lives of others. And it's not even a good experience at the end of it all. That's what I learned from this yeah. article. And I, I sympathize for the people who had a holiday already planned and went Listen, you're going to be making memories. It's not going to be great memories, but I sympathize. I still think that it's silly and you should be staying home anyway, Yeah. especially in Florida. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah, just um, the perspective of that I thought was really interesting. Uh, we're going to wrap it up, guys. But if, if you guys have any more uh, topics and segments and things that you want to send us, we're, you know, we're excited to be back doing this podcast. We've Absolutely. Got, we've got a, a, a revitalized energy. Yes, we do. Because it. so it's ours, baby. It's you and mine. You feel, and you ours. Feel free, feel free. Feel free. Feel free to send over uh, anything you have to uh, at COMC Podcast on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to try and be a bit more active on there too. 
Um, yeah, or either of our Twitters uh, at Will Derbyshire exactly. uh, or at Any, anywhere Rose. we can see it. Yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. DMs, we're, we're there. So send it on over. Yeah, uh, we will see you guys next week. I hope you have a good week. See you next and, Thursday. Yeah, until then, see you next Thursday. Later. Yeah, I just really see you next Thursday is something you say when you're like trying to say cunt. See no, you. No, next. see you next Tuesday. Yeah, but Thursday could also be it because it's also a T. So, well, let's not leave him with that. Well, okay. We'll we'll find you again next Thursday. See you Thursday. in the stars. Oh. Look to the stars. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.